Hi guys, I'm just popping in before this episode starts. I just wanted to let you guys know that when I started recording this episode, I thought that I was going to cover all three topics in one episode and then by the end of the episode, I changed my mind. So I figured I would just record this really quick and let you guys know now ahead of time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque back again with another episode for you guys. Thank you so much for being here this week. If you're new here, like I said, my name is Whitney. I'm a professional astrologer and tarot reader and person who just loves spirituality and um, is just obsessed with all that stuff and talking about it and teaching you guys. So thank you so much for being here this week. As always, I'm just so, so, so grateful for everyone who takes time out of their out of their week to listen to this podcast. I'm just going to start off by apologizing. I know that this episode is probably going to get posted a little bit later than when I usually post on Tuesdays, and that is because I don't know what's going on, but apparently my Wi-Fi just isn't working, so I'm recording this on the day that I'm supposed to be posting it, and then hopefully tomorrow or whatever day it is when you guys are listening to it, I'll, I'll have this up for you guys. So for this week's episode, I wanted to sort of revisit the topic of healing and I also wanted to discuss self-love and reparenting or remothering and the mother wound and all that because I'm just in this new phase where this is the type of stuff that I'm currently working on and I'm learning so much. And as always, when I go through a new phase in my life, I love to take what I'm learning and I love to share it with you guys because I think that the stuff that I'm learning could be beneficial to you guys. And for me personally, I'm like at this point where I'm almost kind of mad that nobody taught me about this stuff sooner in life. But at the same time, I am looking at it from the perspective of we're always just doing the best we can in any any moment, excuse me. And people and parents and just, you know, whatever people helped raise you and are in your life, they can't teach you stuff that they don't already know. And I'm just realizing at this point in my life that there's a lot of stuff that was never taught to my parents and because nobody ever taught my parents, my parents never taught me this stuff. And so even though it, it's easy for me to sit here and be kind of angry or frustrated, I am trying to look at it from the perspective of my parents and the people, the other people who are in my life growing up, you know, they they just did the best that they could with what they had in that moment and they did everything that they thought was best for me growing up and what they thought was best as my parents. So I'm really, I'm really just trying to choose to just forgive that and, you know, accept that they're human and they're not perfect and move on and just do the best that I can to help myself. Because when it comes down to it, you're, you're the only one you've got. So it's, it's really important that we, we learn to nurture and care for ourselves, especially in our adult lives. So yeah, so this this episode is kind of going to be broken up into three sections. So the first section of this episode, I wanted to go back and I wanted to revisit healing. I know I made a podcast episode 
probably a year or two ago. I, it's If you scroll back, it's there. Um, I made a podcast episode all about healing. And that was really at the beginning of my, my journey when I had moved to Maine and I really wanted to dive deep and heal all this trauma and just stuff that I had been going through for the last year. And I might say the same stuff that I said back then, but I do feel like I have a newer, fresher perspective on it. And for me, a lot of that healing was, you know, healing a lot of the anxiety I was feeling and a lot of, because I mean, that was really a lot of it. I was chronically anxious and I knew that I wasn't in alignment with what I was supposed to do or what I wanted to do. And I did a lot of work on my mindset and my thought patterns and my subconscious to really just create those new neural pathways and to not get rid of any anxiety that I was feeling, but just learn how to sit with it, how to observe it, how to acknowledge it and validate it and just cope with it and move on and not let it completely dictate and ruin ruin my life. So that's the first part of this this episode that I'm going to dive into. And then the second part, I'm going to go over pretty much everything that I've learned recently about self-love. I'm sure that's a topic that later on in my journey, I might want to revisit just like I'm doing with the healing subject. But I've literally, I've just dove in headfirst to this self-love stuff. And I want to share what I've learned with you guys. And then let's see, the third part of this episode, I want to talk a little bit about reparenting and healing the mother wound and and I, I this could apply to like if you have a father wound, um, this the same stuff can probably apply to that as well. So I'm just gonna dive in. Actually, before I dive in, I just want to let you guys know that I recently added a bunch of new merch to my Etsy shop, and you guys can find Space Witch T-shirts. And I made a whole bunch of Zodiac mugs that you guys can check out. You can also purchase a natal chart reading from me on there. Um, So definitely check it out. I'm also going to be creating a coupon code so that just my listeners as a thank you to you guys from me for listening and being awesome. um, I am going to be creating a coupon code so that you guys can get 20% off my Etsy shop for the rest of December because it's the holidays and all that. So um, I I did have a 20% off sale a couple the week of Black Friday and I decided that I was going to extend that specifically to my followers and listeners because I love you guys so much and I'm so grateful for you guys. And because my internet is down at the moment, I actually have not had a chance to actually go in and create this coupon code for you guys yet. But by the time this episode is out, I will have that done. And if you would like to use it, you can use it on literally anything in my shop, readings, merch, whatever. Um, that is going to be in the show notes. So if you would like to get 20% off my Etsy shop, check the show notes and your coupon code will be there. You can just, I think you just apply it at checkout probably and you will get 20% off as a special holiday thank you from, from me. So yeah. Okay. Moving on. So let's talk about healing and what I've learned about healing. And so I kind of have like three, three main steps that I've written down here. For emotional healing and trauma. Before I get into that though, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the subconscious mind. This is something I learned a lot about when I was getting my NLP certification. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's neuro-linguistic programming. And basically it's just a type of coaching and techniques that you can use to sort of reprogram your brain and the way it works and the way you process stuff. So 
I just want to mention that the way the way the brain works, your subconscious mind is really only about seven years old because from the time we're born up until the time we're seven, like our brains are just developing and we're absorbing all this information. So a lot of our behavior and the way we think about ourselves and the way we act and our beliefs are really shaped when when we're between the ages of, you know, birth and being seven. So your subconscious mind is typically only about seven years old. So that's the first thing I want to mention. So a lot of the stuff that we may be carrying around for years and years and years is, you know, stuff that it was very possible that it was just, it was developed early on in life when we were just little and we didn't know any better. And, you know, maybe our parents treated us a certain way. Our relationship to our parents, by the way, is so, so crucial in in healing and all that. Like it really does um, come up a lot later on in our adult lives and how we act and the type of people we attract. So that was the first thing I just wanted to quickly mention. The second thing that I wanted to mention is that you absolutely can reprogram your brain and change your thoughts and change your beliefs that are in your subconscious mind. That is totally possible. Um, You can totally create new beliefs and I'm going to go over in a little bit how you can actually do that. But I just want to let you guys know that it is totally possible to just change the programming of your brain and how you perceive and believe stuff. That is 100% possible. And I just want you guys to know that because I think going through this, especially if you're not really ready, it can just feel like a lot and it can feel impossible and it can just feel really hard. And it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's okay if you're not ready. And it's okay, you know, it's okay to lean into the, that discomfort. That's what I really encourage people to do. And I do that in all the stuff that I do, whether I'm working with clients or, you know, just talking to you guys on this podcast. Like I always tell people that it's so important to embrace the the darkness or the shadow side and just really lean into that because there's so much you can learn from it and there's so much that it has to show you. And then the third thing I want to quickly mention is that healing is not a very linear process. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. There's going to be some days where you do really well. And there's going to be days where you maybe don't do so well or you make a mistake. We're all human. You know, it's you're doing this really tough work and it's it's going to be challenging and it's going to be difficult and you're not going to be perfect. And it's not just like it's not all, I mean, sometimes it can be, but not always is it going to be like, you know, you just decide you have this new belief and that's it and you're good and you you think that you've healed this thing and you don't have to do the work ever again. Unfortunately, it does not always work that way. I mean, I will say that maybe certain things are kind of like that, but just keep in mind you are human and you have been basically programmed from a young age to have these certain beliefs and thought patterns and you're going to make mistakes. There's going to be days where you feel like this isn't working or I didn't do the work, but just have self-compassion. Forgive yourself. That's a really, really important skill that I had to learn in the last years, how, how to actually forgive myself. I'm still working on it, you guys. Like this is, this is tough work. I'm still working through the whole self-forgiveness and forgiving other people aspect. And yeah, like I said, it's just, it's going to be like a roller coaster. Like there, it's going to be, you know, you're going to have your ups and your downs. So just keep that in mind and give yourself grace and be kind to yourself and forgive yourself and have that self-compassion. 
Okay. Now I'm really going to get into like the three core basic things that I've learned about healing. So the first thing when you start trying to heal your subconscious or heal yourself emotionally is to really cultivate awareness and mindfulness. I've talked about this so many times on the podcast, but really this is key to really just getting grounded and just learning to kind of sit in the place of the observer and learning to just really observe your thoughts. So you can do this through three different ways I found or the three most helpful ways. And I honestly, I use all of these in conjunction and combination with each other. And those three things are meditation, journaling, and EFT, also known as tapping or emotional freedom technique. These three things have been so, so crucial for me personally, just learning how to be aware and be mindful. I I tell you guys all the time, I meditate just about every single day for 10 minutes. I just do my focused attention meditation on Headspace and it has really changed my life. It, It was really like meditation was the foundation of me just getting to a neutral place and really learning to work through all the anxiety that I was feeling because instead of just feeling anxious and I don't know why, I started to become aware of my thoughts and what I was thinking. And once I learned to become aware of those thoughts, I was actually able to like talk to myself and work through whatever was stressing me out. And I could either, you know, come up with solutions to my problems or I was able to talk myself down and be like, okay, this is why that this thought isn't true and why this isn't going to happen. So again, big proponent of, uh, I'm a big yeah, proponent, I think that's the right word, of uh, meditation. I love, 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 love meditation. Journaling is super helpful because it just helps you to get all your thoughts on paper. I used to hate journaling, but once I finally embraced it and just did it, I found that it was actually very, very helpful because just it's like when you write that stuff down, like your thoughts, it kind of gets you to take a step back and be like, wait, really? I think that? Like that's something that I thought like that's so ridiculous or untrue or not not even ridiculous because I don't want to sound like I'm invalidating uh, my thoughts or that you should invalidate your thoughts but it is stuff that comes up where what it's like you know it just sometimes like we do have thoughts that are a little bit ridiculous or untrue and especially if you're like me and you've, you've struggled with anxiety so just learning to to look at those. And again, something I really like to do is I write down all my negative thoughts. And then what I like to do is next to it, I write down like positive like affirmations that are like the opposite of whatever my negative thoughts were. And I I call that like the the flipping the script method that I kind of just came up with on my own, I think, unless I'm sure someone else has thought of this, but that's something I came up with uh, independently that I just, I call it flipping the script. And I find that to be really, really helpful. And then the last thing is EFT and tapping. My favorite book is The Tapping Solution by, uh, I think it's Dr. Nick Ortner. Um, I bought it about a year ago for like $2 on iBooks on the iPhone book app. You can also find it on Amazon. And it really, it was just a very quick, simple, easy guide to learn how to do tapping. And I also learned this um, again when I when I got my NLP certification because it's also something that they teach. And the reason I really love tapping is because not only does it help me to shift my energy and to release things that aren't helping me, but it also really helps me to get to the root of whatever I'm feeling. So what I mean by that is back when I was dealing with a lot of work anxiety, I, I did tapping to try and and heal that and get through it. 
And what came up for me was that the reason I had so much anxiety every time I went to work at my old job was because at some point there was something that told me that it's not safe to be here. And so what that ended up looking like was, you know, me calling out of work a lot, me avoiding going to work, me leaving early, me having panic attacks constantly at work. And just for me personally, just knowing that that was the root of my thoughts was that I didn't feel safe was just a total game changer because then I was able to reaffirm myself when I did go to work that, hey, I'm actually safe. I'm okay. Everything's going to be fine. And I just found that that in combination with my daily meditation practice was super, super helpful because it just helped me to, again, be aware and mindful of my thoughts and actually learn to talk to myself in a positive way that was actually going to help me and get the things done that I needed to get done. And it really helped me just get through that time working at that job that I really, really started to hate after a while, <laughs> like really could not stand to be there. And I'm so grateful that I, I don't work there anymore. But that was really helpful for me. And then the second part of healing that I find is, and again, this is where your daily meditation practice is going to come in handy because meditation is going to help you to do this stuff. And what I find is that just allowing yourself to feel and process your feelings instead of pushing it away or numbing it. And when I talk about numbing, I'm talking about like if whenever you feel bad, you maybe you try to soothe yourself and you you go shopping or you reach for the cookies or, you know, you eat food or, you know, maybe it's weed or alcohol or some other drug or um, watching TV even like too much TV. And I'm not saying that any of these things are always bad to do and I'm not trying to shame anyone for for doing these things. What I'm just trying to say is that, you know, just be mindful of how you might be actually pushing away your feelings. I did this for a long time when I was struggling with severe amounts of anxiety. Um maybe not severe, but chronic anxiety. Like, you know, I would I for a little while I was smoking weed before bed. I was um taking I have stress gummies that I take, which I actually really recommend if you're if you're ever like out somewhere and you're having a panic attack for some reason. Um, there's these all natural stress gummies from this brand called Ollie. You can find them at like Target or Walmart and they have L-theanine and GABA and lemon balm and all this like natural stuff. And I I find them to be super, super helpful for when I feel really anxious because it just like shuts my mind up for a bit and I can get to a calm, neutral place. And I always keep them on me in case I need them. But anyways, um, you know, and I'm not saying that taking those sometimes are bad, but Again, if you're like me and I'm taking that stuff a lot, um, for me, like all of that was just that I was numbing my actual feelings and I wasn't giving myself time to actually sit with them and process them and actually be like, okay, anxiety, like I see you, you're here, like what's going on? And something I learned, and this actually did help me a lot through just everything, um, like my healing process. So... And I learned later on that um, from watching, there's a therapist I follow called um, Therapy in a Nutshell on YouTube. She makes really great videos. And she had, there was a video she had where she was saying how your brain is kind of like a computer and so it needs time to update. And I thought that was so interesting because there have definitely been times where I felt anxious and I would just go and I would like meditate or I'd take a shower or not even meditate, but like I remember one time I just like laid on my bedroom floor. Like I had tried to meditate and my mind was so busy that I couldn't. So I just, 
I like ended up laying on my bedroom floor and I just let myself have the thoughts. And because I meditate every day, I was able to observe the thoughts. And I realized like I was having a lot of anxiety about driving to work one day. And it was like my brain was just going off with like, you know, what if you you go to work and something ha- bad happens on the drive? And what if this happens? And what if that? And I just let myself have the thoughts. And all I did was I observed them and I let it pass. And I just let that energy go. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't comfortable. But once I just gave myself a couple minutes to let myself have those anxious thoughts and not judge them, not um, attach to them and like, you know, latch onto them and run with them, but just to really like, just to observe them and watch them be like, this is, oh, that's interesting. Like I'm having this thought. And what happened was, was because I gave myself time to like think about everything, I was able to stop and be like, okay, well, if something did bad, if something bad did happen while I was driving, I have my cell phone. I can call 911. I can call my um, boyfriend. I can call whoever. And, you know, I was able to actually get proactive and actually comfort myself and be like, okay, this is not a big deal. I'm going to be fine. And I've done that so many times. And just learning to sit with those feelings is really just so helpful because when you do that, you're allowing your mind to just update and process. And, It is really interesting because once you just let yourself have the thoughts, like that's it. It's done. And it might take a few minutes. It might take a couple hours or days even. But just really giving yourself that time and space to process and think about stuff can be really helpful. And you don't always have to like do what I do. And like, you know, I take a shower a lot to like if I need to like collect my thoughts, like taking a shower for me or taking a bath is really helpful. Um, and even sometimes just sitting on my couch or sitting on my laying on my bedroom floor is helpful. But if you're more physical, you um you might be like I don't know you might really like going for a walk. Like I when I was younger, I used to go for really long walks when I was angry at my family or angry at someone at school or something. Like I would go for walks, and that's how I would process all my emotions. So that's another thing you can do. The third thing that you can do to to heal is you can, or not to heal, well, sorry guys. Um, the, my third step for healing is consciously choosing different, just cons- let me, let me stop. I'm going to re-say that. My third tip for healing is to just stop and consciously choose differently. And what I mean by that is you can, there's a few different ways this plays out. So, choosing new thoughts, choosing new actions. And really, when you choose new thoughts, those lead to new actions. So this is where the reprogramming comes in. So once you acknowledge all the all the negative thoughts, all the, you know, crap that you've just been hanging on to for so long, um, that's when you're like the real work comes in. And the real work is just learning how to choose differently, learning how to reprogram your brain, and just consciously being like, okay, I'm having this thought, And maybe like, let's say, for example, you're having this thought like, you know, I feel unworthy or I feel worthless or useless. The new thought you would want to choose instead. So what you would do is you'd be like, okay, I'm having this thought. This is how I feel. You you do want to validate like this is how you're feeling. And then just you want to choose what your new thought is going to be. So maybe that is, you know, I, I am born worthy. I am more than worthy and I have so much to offer this world something like that. And then you kind of just want to, you know, really like positive affirmations are so 
so important. Um, and from what I've learned too is, you know, they, they do work. It might take time to actually believe them, but whenever you write down an affirmation or if you, um, listen, like I like listening to subliminals, but be careful with subliminals because there's a lot of shady people on YouTube who make subliminals and sometimes they can sneakily put not so good things in them. And also, um, I would just be careful because I think sometimes subliminals can kind of like overload your brain. Maybe I'm wrong about that. That's just my personal opinion. But if you do use subliminals, um, be very careful with them because if you don't know what subliminals are, they're basically these videos that people make with like sped up um, affirmations and you listen to them when you're like falling asleep or like doing something and you don't fully pay attention and the affirmations are just going straight into your subconscious and they can be very helpful. But like I said, be wary of who you use on YouTube. I always like to read the comment section to see what people are saying. I personally really, um, actually I have a friend um, who does subliminals on YouTube and you can find her at Subliminal Goddess and she makes um, she makes custom subliminals for people. Um, I mean, they're paid, but you can do that. And then she also just has like a bunch of free subliminals you can listen to on YouTube. And I, I personally like her stuff because I trust her and I, I know her. And she's one of those people who really didn't like using subliminals and um, you know, not really knowing what was in them on YouTube and like just how shady the community could be. So I, I personally really trust her and I use her subliminals and they are wonderful. So you can check her out, Subliminal Goddess on YouTube. Um, if you, if you're interested in that, but anyways, um, getting back to my point. So whenever you write down affirmations or say them out loud to yourself, you're still putting that into your subconscious mind. And when you say or write things over and over and over again, like the more it starts to actually sink into your mind and it becomes a new belief. So there's a lot of different ways you can use affirmations. Um, and actually I've said this before, but when you use affir affirmations, make sure you're always, um, you're always using like I am or I have and like writing your statements as if it's already done because if you say like I want to love myself or I want to be happy, that's going to send the message to your subconscious that you are wanting those things and not actually already having them and the thing is is that you do already have these qualities within you so make sure you're writing your affirmations as if they have already happened. Um, that is so, so key. And then the other thing is, is like try to avoid using any negatives in your in your affirmations. Like don't write um, anything like, you know, uh, I, I don't hate myself anymore or something like that. Um, you never want to use words like don't or hate um, or like, you know, a big one. I like a big example I like to use for people is instead of saying like, you know, I don't have anxiety anymore. If you write that, your brain is still going to hear the words anxiety and you're still going to be manifesting more anxiety. So what I would do instead is write like, I am always calm and at peace. Like choose choose the more positive words that you want to bring in and focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. I hope that makes sense um, because that is such a, a huge crucial thing for affirmations. And so... Some other things you can do, um, you can, like I said, you can listen to subliminals or affirmation videos. There's actually, oh, there's another YouTube channel I really like. And it, her videos are affirmations, but it's not like 
subliminals the way a lot of people make them where they're like sped up and layered and all the stuff. It's just you can listen to them and you can hear her just saying the affirmations. Um, Leora Alexander on YouTube makes a lot of good videos with affirmations that you can just listen to. Um, and then there's a channel, I think it's called Live Live Life You Love or something like that. And she makes a bunch of different affirmation videos you can listen to while you sleep and you can hear what she's saying you can go to her website and read all the affirmations so you know exactly what's in it which is why I really like it because I like to know what I'm putting into my brain instead of just trusting random people to just you know make stuff up and mess with my brain so those are some good things you can use I also really recommend like just putting affirmations around your house like wherever you can like um writing stuff like you know I am worthy I love myself and you can do that by like you know putting up sticky notes I really like going on Etsy sometimes and just looking at like affirmation prints that people make um because I just I find that stuff to be really helpful and um if you have whiteboards like I always write uh, affirmations on my my whiteboard on my fridge <laughs> because we never use it for anything practical so I just write affirmations on it I also have one of those little felt boards that I post on Instagram sometimes that I um keep in my office with a business related affirmation so that I always feel motivated in my business and yeah, there's so many different things you can do. You can also just journal and just write down your affirmations every day. I also recommend just saying them out loud to yourself because I think that there is a lot of power in saying your affirmations out loud. Catherine Zinkina from Manifestation Babe, who I'm always like gushing over on this podcast, I feel like. Um, I remember listening to her podcast and she said that when she was starting her business, she would always stand in like the Wonder Woman pose, which is where you have like, you know, your hands out on your hips and she would read her affirmations out loud to herself. So that's something you can do. The Wonder Woman pose has actually been, it's been known to like actually increase like your self-confidence and feeling like powerful and all this stuff. So it can be really, really beneficial. And that is all I have for healing. I'm actually just thinking now that since this podcast episode is already 30 minutes long, um, I think instead of breaking it up into three parts and having it be a super long episode, I think I'm just going to make this like a little series. So instead of covering it all in this episode, I'm going to put out this episode and this is just going to be my healing part two episode. And then next week, I'm going to talk about self-love and go really deep into that as an, kind of another part of this like healing series. But um yeah, so I'll do self-love next week and then the week after I will deep dive on reparenting and remothering and all that. I hope that sounds good to you. I feel bad because I feel like I kind of like lied at the beginning of this episode, but to be honest, I really, really thought that I could cover all of this in one episode, but I don't want it to be super, super long. So I think we're just going to do that. I hope you guys are okay with that. Um, you're going to have to be, unfortunately. But yeah, I love you guys. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please, 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 if you have time, you know, it takes like only a couple seconds, just leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. It really means a lot to me when you guys do that. And it also helps other people to find the show. Also, I just want to quickly say thank you to everyone who has been following me on Instagram and has been DMing me and just reaching out and talking to me. I don't know, like I just, I really love that 
I'm we're growing this little space witch community and I love talking to you guys so if you're not already following me on Instagram please consider doing so and if you do feel free to reach out and say hi I love chatting with you guys it is so so cool to meet other little space witches out, <laughs> out there in the in the universe and yeah I just I love chatting with you guys also you y'all are probably gonna want to kill me I changed my my Instagram handle again for like the third or fourth time. So if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Whitney the Space Witch, all one word. There's no dots or anything like that. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, you can connect with me on there. Feel free to reach out and connect with me on Facebook or in the Facebook group, the Space Witch community. You can join that and you can ask questions and talk to other fellow space space witches. I love you guys so much. And I will catch you here next week on the Space Witch Podcast. Don't forget, you are so much more than your sun sign.